Gas prices soar 60 cents per gallon since start of the year to batter inflation-weary drivers. Now, this is kind of like a sad situation to be in because depending on the kind of vehicle that you're driving and how long your commute might be, this could be anywhere from like an extra like couple like 20 30 40 dollars a month to like multiple hundreds of dollars per month added onto your costs right like this could get someone into a situation now where like maybe in the start of the year you're doing kind of okay you're like above water but now you're not even living paycheck to paycheck because of this it's kind of like a sad situation to be in so inflation battered drivers are being forced to dig deeper into their wallets as gas prices creep up at the pump ahead of Labor Day weekend. Gas prices, which have been steadily climbing in recent weeks, have neared $4 a gallon, soaring roughly $0.60 cents since the start of the year, as travelers get ready to hit the road for the unofficial end of summer holiday getaway. The national average price of a gallon of regular gasoline stood at $3.82 as of Monday, nine cents higher than a month ago, and just three cents shy of last year's average, according to the American Automobile Association. At the start of the year, the average retail gas price stood at $3.33 and hit $3.98 last week before slightly dipping. The pain at the pump felt by drivers could complicate the Federal Reserve's calculus as it weighs whether to keep hiking interest rates to rein in inflation when the central bankers meet next month. Inflation has fallen well off its four decades peak hit last year, but the remains but remains stubbornly above the Fed's two percent target rate at three point two percent. The core CPI, a key gauge monitored by the Fed, which excludes volatile food and energy prices, rose point two percent in July from a month ago, matching the point two percent increase in June. Americans need to remember first and foremost that gas prices aren't included in the inflation numbers which is why there is a big disconnect with gas prices and food from the inflation numbers people see on television. Ted Jenkins, the co-founder of Exit Stage, left advisors to the Post on Monday. Experts attribute the rise in gas prices to global supply production cuts and impacts of this summer's extreme heat on refineries. Saudi Arabia said earlier this month that it will extend its unilateral production cut of 1 million barrels of oil a day through the end of September in its effort to boost flagging energy prices. The Saudi reduction, which began in July, comes as the other OPEC Plus producers have agreed to extend earlier production cuts through next year. West Texas Intermediate, the U.S. benchmark, set it up 0.3%, or $0.27 to $80.10 per barrel on Monday, while Brent crude, the international benchmark, was down $0.06 to $84.42. The oncoming hurricane season will also likely send prices even higher. Which, by the way, this is like a side note, but I remember checking out this podcast where this guy made like a billion dollars or close to it by trading like energy, trading gas. So maybe if you have an interest in making crazy amounts of money and you have a high tolerance for risk maybe teach yourself about trading gas or investing into gas because 
the amount of money that the one guy was making was like hundreds of millions of dollars per trade, which was like crazy. And it's all his money too. Weather and more specifically hurricane concerns are often a bellwether for gas prices, Matthew Carbray, founder of Ridgeline Financial Partners, told The Post. OPEC production cuts coupled with high travel demand are two negatives that don't equate to a positive. The intense heat has also limited production since refineries are designed to operate at temperatures that fall between 32 and 95 degrees. The extreme heat has impacted refineries, which is about half the cost of a gallon of gasoline, and production has slowed in light of 100-degree days throughout the oil production regions in the U.S., Carbray said. Temperatures have routinely broke records this summer, particularly in the Sun Belt region stretching from Arizona to Texas. And gas prices are still below the record levels from last year, when oil supplies were disrupted by Russia's invasion of Ukraine. In June of last year, the average U.S. retail gas price surpassed $5 for the first time in history. The rise in gas prices are forcing Americans to deal with the one-two punch of higher fuel costs as well as inflation. And here's the thing, right? If you are someone where your budget is kind of tight, what you could potentially do is, one, try to limit how many places you have to go in terms of like driving which will be hard for people but it is an option Two, potentially sell your car if it's like a gas guzzling car and just buy a cheap car in cash that is really good on gas so to put into perspective as to what I mean let's say that you are currently driving let's just say like a $20,000 pickup truck, right? Let's just say that. And you are burning like $600, $700 on gas per month. What you could do is sell that pickup, go buy like a $3,000, $4,000 Honda Civic cash, and just drive that to save money on gas. And you could pocket a good amount of money that you could probably use to pay off your debt, create an emergency fund, start putting money towards investments while still having a really nice breather room in terms of like cash flow because instead of maybe spending 600 700 bucks per month, now you're spending maybe like 300 a month. Uh, you could save a good amount on gas and you could own a car in cash, which is pretty nice. So it's just an option to really think about. Because I don't think people notice sometimes just how much money they're actually spending on gas, right? Like, I mean, I remember when I was spending, because I used to have like a pickup truck, I was spending like 600 bucks, 700 bucks a month on gas. Like, it's crazy. And it wasn't even like a V8 truck. It was like a, (laughs) it was a very small engine pickup truck. But it was still burning through gas like crazy. Like I was spending disgustingly high amounts of money on gas. Just gas. Not including car insurance or anything like that. Just straight up gas. I was burning through a good amount of money. Right? So it's just something to really think about. It's like sometimes 
the vehicle that you're driving is literally costing you a good financial future. And you gotta like gotta take a t- like step back and be like, is it worth it? Is it worth spending this type of money on my car that just drowns in gas, just like lights gas on fire kind of thing? Is it really worth it? And here's the thing, I like cars, I like trucks. But at the same time, it's hard to justify spending like 600, 700 bucks per month on gas for something that's just going to get you point A to point B, you know. It's something that you really got to think about. Like if you're only really using your vehicle for going to work or going to school and then coming back home, maybe hang out with friends here and there, you might want to really seriously think about buying a really cheap car in cash that is good on gas for now, until you make enough money where burning through that gas money, regardless of how expensive gas is, doesn't even matter to you. Now, some people might try to say like, oh, why don't you just go and buy like an electric car, like a Tesla or something like that. What people don't realize is that the cost of an electric car is typically far higher than a similar gas car or cheaper version of a gas car. And what I mean by that is like let's you could get like a Tesla Model 3 or whatever. You like out the door with everything said and done, maybe you're walking out there with like 40k on that sticker price, like well not sticker price, but like walking out price kind of thing with everything said and done. But you could probably get a very similar car in terms of like like similar purpose for like $25,000. So are you really saving that amount of money, like that difference in gas? Like would you be able to make that up with that Tesla? Probably not. Not to mention you can still buy, I believe, a brand new car for under $20,000 now, you might not like this car, but it's the Mitsubishi Mirage, but you could get those cars for super, super cheap still, and you could get over 40 miles to the gallon highway on those things, and like they cost like nothing to run. Now, it's a still, it's a Mitsubishi, but still, like, in terms of like, you just wanting to have something cheap to save you money that could last for a while, why not go with something like that, that still runs on gas, that is super cheap, super cheap to maintain versus like a Tesla where if anything goes wrong with the Tesla, if you get a bump on the side of a Tesla, you're basically totaled kind of thing. And also like you're not really saving enough money by just charging it instead of filling it with gas to outweigh the cheaper price in car. Like I don't think people really understand like just because you're buying a car that will save you money by not paying for gas, the car price is still too high to really justify it. Now, if you're able to get like a Tesla for like 20k, brand new, right? And you're comparing that to a brand new gas car that costs $20,000, so exact same price, then yeah, the Tesla will be superior in terms of saving money. But if it's like twenty thousand dollars more expensive than the gas like 
car that you were going to buy, it doesn't make sense, period, end of story. You're not going to save enough money to justify that spread. So it's just something to really think about.